Hello and welcome to Green Dudes, the only Green Day podcast that matters. You're here with me, Connor Mack. I'm here with my best friend and co-host and Green Day comrade, Green Day brother-in-arms, uh, Connor Kelly. Connor? That's, that's me. Hey. How's it hanging? Pretty good. Doing all right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool to be, you know, uh, I don't know. Get, getting back into it, going along, talking Green Day, uh, going to be on the second song off of 39 Smooth. I know, yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, excited. We're, we're really doing the thing. We're, we're really we, doing the We thing. really are. Because once you do the first episode, it's like, you know, uh, it's, you know, just kind of just kind of figuring things out. And it's like, we, we're on, we're on the routine, man, you know? Yeah. We're, uh... We're good. I, you know, there's there's just so much to talk about, you know, um, so many things I'm excited to talk about. I, literally today I was thinking about um, like, wow, I, I can't wait to talk about this Green Day song with Connor. Like, I, I can't wait to talk about like Dirty Rotten Bastards or oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you I know, know, Macy's Day Parade or yes. I, like suddenly suddenly I'm like looking forward to having like Green Day song discussions with you. And uh, yeah, like we. We always could have had those conversations, but it's fun to like have created this format that like encourages it more. You know, it's it's cool. Definitely, yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've definitely thought of like, oh yeah, I can't wait until we're on this album, um, talking about these these things. Um, and something that I feel like I I I, I might have said, but I don't think I did uh, during the first episode or the first two episodes is that. Um, this is the podcast that we were born to do, you know, like <laughs> we were meant to do this. I know we've, we, we've talked about how, how big, uh, of Green Day fans we are, but like, it's, it's to the level where it's like, we were meant to do this. Like, right. Yeah. We could not do this. Um, at some point, I think we're, we're, we are fulfilling like some kind of like prophecy that was written out in the stars, you know? Yes. To, yeah, to, uh, you know, total, suburban dorks will one day be born and and come together to tell the the complete story of green day you know yeah yep yeah i think and um, that's us i think that was uh i think Mwadib uh yes yeah that in, that's, that's, in i remember that yeah i was i was like that's uncanny but yeah. you know here we are <laughs> i know and it's actually happening um so as you mentioned we are on the second song um, off of 39 Smooth, a.k.a. 1039 Smoothed Out, Slappy Hours. Um, That's fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun that it's got two names. We can we can kind of bounce back and forth. Because we're, we're, we're covering 1039 Smoothed Out, Slappy Hours, but 39 Smooth right. is part of that. So, yeah, um, yeah. We can just kind of, they can be inter- interchangeable. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is Don't Leave Me. Wow. And don't I, leave me. Don't wow. leave me. It Here we go. It is a kind of, you know, it's an in your face title. It's um it it, it 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 you know, gives away everything that it's trying to do right there in in the title. Um yeah. And you know, it's it's not the only song by that name actually um there are quite a few other songs with the same name one famously by the band blink 182 
Did you know that? I, uh, no, no, I, I did not. There you know, the more you know. And, uh, the funny thing. What album is that off of? Do you want to guess? Uh, Dude Ranch. Oh, close, close. Is yeah, you're one off. <laughs> are, you, are you gonna make me keep guessing? Yeah, yeah like I, I like yeah. I just know the, the, <laughs> I mean, like I don't, I don't know the Blink One Eighty Two discography what's as the well. Big as, one, the most famous, the breakout one. Uh, uh, you're showing your ass uh, on, on, on live en- podcast. Enema of the state. Enema of the state. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Good job. Yeah. You got All right, cool. it. Cool. Um, so yeah. And the funny thing is, is that it's track two on Enema of State. Wow, really? Yes. So this is, you know, there's something there. There's something there. And I mean, the Green Day song came first. So, you know, I would never be one to say, hey, Blink stole this from Green Day or Blink is plagiarizing in some way or being a copycat. I would never say that, but it does. It gives you some food for thought, you know? Right. It's like if anyone of of those two options, Green Day or Blink, if anyone did steal or plagiarize in this specific instance, it would have to be it Blink would. 182. Yeah. You know, just by, by the very nature of linear time. It was, so we are not saying that Blink stole or plagiarized anything, but like if one of them did, like there's actually only one there's only one option that would make sense. So it's like Correct. You know, they did. They, so, so actually, they they did. So, you know? I mean, if it's, it's just the if way it's it that they way. did. I'm saying it now. I think they did. Isn't that crazy? If, wow. If one of them has has to have, you know, plagiarized it or copied it, then it it would be them. It would be them. It would have to be. It would um, just have to be. All, so, I mean, okay. so they did, right? The only way you know that they're not culpable of this or they're not on the hook for this is if somehow mr hoppus was in possession of a time machine yes and went back to the 80s and met up with a you know a young buck named billy (laughs) (laughs) named named billy joseph armstrong and and showed him hey this there's this cool song that i wrote mr right armstrong uh, right, Mr. Billy Joseph. Mr. Billy Joseph. And, yeah. uh, you know, played it for him, and Billy Joe liked it so much. He's like, hey, I'm going to put that in my back pocket. I'm going to I'm gonna right. take it and use Something it for my about. own purposes. And, and when Mark Hoppus went back in time, he was the one who created the prophecy of those who would come and create the podcast to tell this very story. So... Yes. It's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a time loop, in a way. We're closing the loop right now. Actually, it, yes. I mean that that very well could be the case. And I guess, I guess in in that um, scenario, he would be Mark Dib. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's a little bit of Dune humor we... for all you uh, you Dune fans out there. I know that the 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 crossover between Green Day and Dune is probably there's probably a lot of you. So yeah, it's it's. it's it's bigger than we know. You it know? is. It is. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean the, the the Blink song is actually a very good song. It's it's a very good Mark Hoppus uh, I, Blink song. 
I must have listened to it because I know I've listened to that album, but I uh, I cannot think of it. So. No, no, you've you, you've, you've we're only, we're only here to talk about one. Don't leave me today. So uh, exactly, let's stick with the Green Day one, buddy. Yeah, we're you know we're talking about the uh, the true originals, not the imitators. Um, and again, I'm a I say that as a Blink fan. So uh, don't you know? Don't roast me too hard. Don't roast me. Wow! There, th- see, that's that, that's a that's a great parody song. Yeah, that should have been the the theme song for the episode. It is now. It is we now. There it. we go. We just did it. That's the theme song. Um. So, anyways, Connor, don't leave me by Green Day. Um, off of the album Thirty Nine Smooth. Uh. You know, listening to it again after probably a little while um, in preparation for the podcast, what were your your immediate thoughts? I think it's sick. Um, <laughs> immediate thoughts. Sick. Sick as fuck. <clears throat> uh, but you were saying, like, it's a, it's a in-your-face title. And I think, like, kind of going off of that, it's a pretty in-your-face song. You know, it um, it's driving. It doesn't let up. You know, uh, you could say that about a lot of the songs on this this record. You know, they they follow a trajectory like that. But um, but I, yeah, I do really dig it. I like the. Uh, I don't know if this is like the right term, but I guess like the dynamics of it. I like yeah. you know they start with like kind of the the introductory uh, guitar riff on its own and then the rest of the song kind of kicks in and then uh, after that second chorus kind of pulls back again you get like this uh, sort of like an instrumental bridge and then it builds it builds and then it's like back into it it explodes again you know and so you kind of get this it feels like the tension release you know that like so much um of uh of punk and and, you know so much music in general is kind of built on of you know creating those moments where it you know it just it just feels awesome because there's like a catharsis to it you know and um i guess i was thinking we get a lot of that going on here and I, i i just like the way that they're able to do so much with so little like that was my other big thing because you know this song doesn't even have like a solo or anything like it's pretty much the same riff like over and over again but it doesn't feel repetitive because i think they do a lot to like change it up and feel interesting yeah. throughout the song yeah i I, th- I think that that's a that's totally true and um you know what you just touched on is is uh it kind of brings me to to my first thought really um is that yeah you know first off the 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 riff that kind of um drives the song is is totally killer it's really really good really catchy it's a classic green day riff like like you're it's you know classic billy joe riffage signature mm-hmm. um and the song itself it reminds me of kind of an early prototype of like their dookie insomniac style where um it is just you know power chord riffing over and over again they do some slight variations of it um and they kind of like maximize the effectiveness of um you know a very simple thing um because you know obviously that that's that's all over the you know this album too but mm-hmm. like like you mentioned 
a lot of them are broken up by you know chuck berry-esque solos which is again it's that's a that's a unique um aspect of of this album um but this one doesn't have doesn't have a solo um it, it does have an instrumental break um which you know if, if you go to to most songs on dookie or insomniac it's the same they, there's no solo it's just straight power chord strumming instrumental break maybe with some variation or some some flourishes from the drums or bass here or there um and here, uh, I, I really feel like it's it's like kind of an early version of that. The only thing that separates it is, again, I don't even know what to call it, but it's it's like a, it's it's not even noodly, but it's like you know Billy Joe, he he uh, does something on the on on the guitar that you know where, where it's like very kind of like dreamy, like 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 yeah. you know like within the riff. Um, and he uses that a lot on the first two records, especially, and then it's kind of never seen again, but um, he does that here during the, the instrumental. Um, and I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, same. Um, and it is cool just like how, how small it is. Like it's, it's, uh, such a minor part of the song, but it, it stands out like, um, each time, each time you listen to it. Uh, so it is a really cool testament to like, you know, you don't need to like, um, uh, go overboard, you know, in that sense. Right. It's like, sometimes it's the restraint that you show, or it's like your, your use of simplicity that like makes something stand out more or like makes it feel effective. And you're right that it, it does have like that dreamlike, quality you know it's like kind of lingering there a bit in the background but clear enough where you're not going to miss it you know and it's just a couple notes here and there that he kind of just like lets ring out um behind everything else um yeah yeah i like that a lot too it stood out to me for sure yeah it's it's um you know obviously although i am a guitarist i'm not a technical (laughs) enough or good enough guitarist to like describe that in in terms that people would, would understand Right, but if you where, listen, where other where other guitarists would be like, oh yeah, yeah right, it's, exactly. you know, you, you just do this and this, yeah, yeah, and it's like very, it's probably very easy, you know, um, or people would think, and they're listening to me and they're like, this guy says he plays guitar, but he definitely does not. If he's if this yeah. is the way he's yeah. talking about it, he does not. Let, let me let me uh, here to reassure you, uh, he does. Okay, he he does. It's true. I played. That's all power chords, baby. Yes. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think actually a good example of this in, in later Green Day would be kind of the, the intro to Somewhere Now, you know, where, where that's, that's kind of, it's kind of reminiscent of, of that, you know, just in just slower and on its own. Um, but, yeah, I hear what you mean. Yeah, yeah but, but, it's, but it's very effective, like underneath power chords. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so I... I think this this is a good example of um you know kind of kind of a, a proto dookie-ish song um and we we can't you know pass up talking about how it's it's called Don't Leave Me it's another song mm-hmm. that's that's about you know lost love or pining for something you can't have um right so Connor I'm sensing a theme 
I'm sensing a theme that's going through this record. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I do think that um, you know, Billy was going through it, and and he he's kind of always had like his uh his north star of songwriting, you know, just sticking to those uh those like passionate emotions. Um, yeah, yeah, it is it is all here. It's it's kind of interesting. What I thought was kind of funny thinking about it um because in uh, when we were talking about at the library right like it is it's very much a pining song at the library you know it's like you you see someone and you want to approach them and you know and then it's like over before you even know it right like nothing actually occurred but here with don't leave me you know there's like this obvious implication that now the narrator is with someone right and it's like and and you know instead of like going after it instead of like pining for that thing and not having it it's like having it and being afraid to lose it right there's like that fear yeah that even once you attain it you know like it's not um it's not guaranteed you know there's there's problems just just in the nature of having attained it so it's it's kind of funny because i feel like like yeah there's a very obvious connection and theme but it feels like we're a bit on the other side of it too you know it's like it would it would be too easy to just be like oh yeah i'm pining after someone and then i get them and everything's fine and dandy and billy's like well you know but it's it's not that like, simple now you gotta right? keep it's, them yeah it's a yeah, good luck motherfucker you know, know. You yeah know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's rough out there as they say you know right um and uh, you know it's it's one thing I love about it is that it's like a, it's a, it, it, it's it's a very healthy thing to feel in a relationship, you know, right? That it's it's like I'm so scared that she's gonna leave me. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's like I think everyone says like the the healthiest thing you can have is just like one sided crippling anxiety. Yeah, you know, right. And exactly. Like the other person is just like normal. You know. It's yeah, like... and, and yeah, doesn't doesn't overthink everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. It, and, and I think that goes to show, obviously, um, when you get older, I think that kind of the, these kinds of feelings are maybe more problematic. But when you're younger and in like your first relationship or something, that's a it's it's a very natural uh, fear, a very natural thing to feel, um, mm-hmm. whether it's warranted or not. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's 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 just a very example of like a like teenage you know somebody who like doesn't really understand love but is just so desperate to to cling to it yeah yeah definitely yeah there huge feelings of desperation uh in this song and just throughout like these uh these first records and then the other thing that this song really made me think of where i'm like oh it feels like this is the first time it's cropping up um, is Billy writing about like his mental turmoil, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like especially in relation to you know relationships, with, you know, which is which is huge. Makes me think a lot about like um, eighty, right? My like yeah. my mental stability reaches its bitter end and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, because we get that like my mind is going insane. Uh, lyrics on here, and so. I think it's easy to to like hear that and think like oh it's kind of uh 
basic maybe right like that's uh you know saying how like don't leave me has been used as like so many other song titles it's like yeah sure of course it has it's just like so obvious yeah and similarly you know people writing about um you know like these these huge sweeping emotions especially in connection to relationships that they're in and like describing that as mental instability feeling like you're like you're going insane you know that's that is a uh, old hat you know that that is something that uh, a huge humongous uncountable unknowable amount of people have done for um you know who knows who knows how long totally you know yeah. People drive um, themselves crazy over love. Right, right. I all <laughs> it's nothing about what I'm saying here is profound, you know. But really, just the point that um, you know these are like very, very familiar kinds of like um, ideas and imagery when it comes to feeling like yeah, crazy in love, exactly. But like, sort of, sort of going back to where we were, we were talking about the music as like um, simplistic but powerful. I think it's the same strength in the lyrics, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I especially wanted to shout out the, the insane lyricism because it's just something that Billy comes back to so many times over that's, his songwriting. That's a great that, uh, point. It's cool to see it like start here, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's, it is a Billy Hallmark, um, you know? Yeah. I mean, going all the way to, to even like fell for you or something. You know, or I, yeah, I'm sure even yeah. after that, like it's, it, you know, he, he, uh, he, he's never been afraid of, of kind of speaking about his anxiety and, and mental state. And, um, you know, especially within the, the, the romance department. Um, exactly. And, you know, you did mention that the lyrics are simple. They are very, very simple. I mean, the chorus is, is literally just, it's just, it's the title over and over again, which is, and it's, it's, yeah. it's a really killer chorus. The, like the, like the, the harmonies that, that Mike and Billy pull off, um, are, I, I think this is one of the best examples of, of early green day harmony. It's, it's really yeah. good. Um, yeah, I only have a couple uh notes like things that i like very specifically want to touch on and uh one of them is the harm it's like how how could you forget to talk about it it feels dumb that i even took a note down because it's such a defining feature of this song like you can't listen to this song and be like what harmonies it's like yeah yeah you know they're they're just um they're so clear yeah and and it just sounds so good but yeah once that really kicks off like in the second chorus and then afterwards yeah it's uh it's really great. I do love it for sure. No, yeah, it's classic and, and it, it, it's it's reminiscent of early John and Paul, who really is, you know. On, you know <laughs> I mean, are we gonna keep? Are we gonna keep yeah, doing that? Probably. That's we probably are. Yeah. Um, the freaking Beatles, for Christ's sake, you know. But uh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's funny and it's not unique. It's not surprising, but like early Beatles, early Green Day, similar subject matter, obviously. Girls, girls, right, girls. Right. Love, love, love. It is. Um, and yeah, the harmonizing is, is reminiscent, um, of, of the Beatles. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I think, um, I I think that's something that we, that we won't be able to help ourselves, but, but point, point out, um, as, as this goes on, especially over the, uh, you know, these first two records. Um, yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I just think it's funny. It I, is, I, it I agree with it. I just think it's funny. It's, you know, it's like, oh, hey, in, 
and what about how this how, how does this connect to you know it's like and then I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're as influential <laughs> or iconic but you know no i know i mean the, it's it's uh, green day is far more influential and iconic than the beatles yes uh, yeah and john lennon himself would have said it yeah if he didn't course. say it about jesus first i know i mean same thing you know green day is god's favorite band as they say that that is true um that is true hopefully when when all is said and done and and you know the the first members of green day pass away uh knock on wood they 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 won't recreate any lost green day songs with ai am i right oh my god no thank you no no i don't i don't want it we don't want my, an i AI could feel like my, harmony. my blood curdle just from you saying that <laughs> it's gross um, um yeah so I so like right away, you know, we get that that killer riff um, before mm-hmm. everything kicks in. And then you have the like the the the, the bass and in the intro is so good, it just kind of like descends into the um, into the riff. In you know, you know, it's it's like it's it's very right. classic Mike intro. I, I I really love that as well. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, totally. I don't feel like I have as much simple. like jumping out at me to be like oh yeah and and you know mike's base here like i don't have like specific at points but seconds and but in the intro like you're saying yeah that's that is a good place to shout it out because um uh it you you can like hear those components like yeah kicking in together which uh which is always cool yeah and i mean the the um on on the early albums i feel like the bass and the guitar they they mesh so well together that like it's it's like they're two parts of the same thing they they uh it's it's just like two two essential ingredients in the formula that um mm-hmm. be, because if if it wasn't for the, the 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 bass and like it being reliably bouncy and you know mike mike throwing little flourishes here and there it it you know would not like like that riff would not be able to um carry you know a two and a half minute song as good as it is you know it's it's um to the point of like not even noticing it you're just kind of you, you kind of take mike's bass parts for granted i think um yeah especially on these first two albums because they're, they're they're so consistently good yeah yeah i think that's completely fair and and more akin to like my experience you know like um as we're going back through these song by song you know i am trying to listen a little bit closer and feel like you know what what are like the specific points i want to point out or like you know what 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 are all the different pieces that are coming together to like make this realized in the end you know but um but going back through this song um it does it does feel like they sort of fuse after a while you know like it's it's hard to separate them um because the way the way it comes together it it feels like um almost like they're one thing yeah yeah i completely agree um how do we feel about the drums on this on this song the drums how's i want to talk about how's the kiffmeister yeah. doing on this track <laughs> yeah i i really like the drumming here um 
throughout it's it's good and you need like a lot of force in a song like this that um you know he he brings really enthusiastically i feel um so that's obviously a very crucial part of it but um you know my my favorite part is that instrumental break um and i just love the way you get like that section where it's just like hi-hat hi-hat you know it's like over and over and then like feeling like the um you know the the momentum like build before it goes back into that riff the main riff and then into that uh chorus at the end um yeah i don't know i i i do really dig it um there's there's just a lot of like forward momentum to it that that the song needs and uh yeah it, it it holds it all together it's really good Definitely, I I, uh, I agree, and I think that the drums play a big part, especially in in the dynamics that you talked about earlier on. Um, the kind of the, the variation in the drums uh, play a big part in that. Um, I think the Kiffmeister, it, it's you know he's two for two, I think so far. Yeah, I mean it's, I I, I think it's all like very. Like even serviceable is is too uh, understated a word. I feel like because I, I do think that there's there's more um, energy to it than just feeling like okay, it serves its purpose and and nothing else, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it feels it feels like it it slots in pretty well, um, and I just really like the like the sound on like the drum kit overall yeah um because it feels like it's at like kind of a higher register like it's not like there's not the deep like that exactly yeah exactly and i feel like um i don't know something about that is it feels like such a strong character uh, of like their sound at this point you know it feels like everything is like almost like turned up higher a little you know and it it feels like it gives it that like sort of like snotty you know uh punk energy to it that that they were really going for and you know i think that that is just by way of of you know uh more lo-fi production but you know I, i obviously you know i'm a guitarist i'm not a drummer yeah i think you've mentioned that yeah yes you are a guitarist i'm a very good guitarist um, yeah, right. I'm Pretty solid. Basically, yeah, not a drummer. <laughs> not a drummer. No. Um, but if if I had to guess, if I had to guess, I would say you know because because you you can tune drums, you know. There's a key you can, you can <laughs> kind of like tuning knobs. I'm not sure if you were aware. You can tune them. I know. I'm, I'm yeah, learning so. Much. You're not even a drummer. I'm not you even know a drummer. This. It's crazy. Just, I've you don't it, even drum. I've seen it. You know, be done before. Um, yeah. So it seems like there may you know maybe the 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 snare. And, you know, yes. it's, it's, it's tuned a little bit higher. Um, right. So I think that plays a part. And then also, obviously, the recording is a lot more lo-fi um, than the rest of their discography. Uh, and that plays a huge part. You know, you said that, like, all of the instruments do kind of sound a little bit higher, like like, like a little bit more, um, like, a higher EQ. Uh, that's it right they 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 sound sharper and and thinner you know uh, that's it. brighter yes. yeah that's exactly it. um and and i think that that is a uh a, a, a major characteristic of of the first two green day records but the drums 
you know, I, I don't think it, it it can all be accounted for um, with kind of the lo-fi production because, you know, Kerplunk compared to this maybe is a l- it, it's a little bit cleaner, but it's it's mm-hmm. I mean it, it's still pretty lo-fi, and it does sound relatively similar to this, um, and uh, you know you can Trey you, you you can Trey you can tell that Trey. <laughs> Trey just plays differently, and the drums do have his kind of booming bass um, in in kind of a more uh, ramshackle way, but it it is there. Uh, mm-hmm. So so yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, just about how how different the drums sound, um, which I don't, I don't think is is talked about a lot, but it, it is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just in, in terms of his playing, I mean, I uh, I don't have much more to add you know i guess than than when we talked about other than that um i just do think it's uh, this this song uh don't leave me it's a really good showcase for like bringing that that punk energy you know um so he yeah the the kiffmeister nails it absolutely two for two for the kiffmeister at the end of this album we will uh decide if we want to to kick him off the island or not Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe he'll make another appearance where we're going to be the we're going to be the ones making that decision. Yeah. See yeah. if he goes forward or not. Yeah, it'll be up to us. Um. Yeah. So I mean, all in all, I I I, I do think it is a uh, it's a pretty straightforward kind of classic punky Green Day track. Um, mm. Any specifics about the 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 song itself that you wanted to? go over before we move on to the other segments um wow other segments uh-huh. i didn't i didn't even know we had other segments we have segments um, we got segments baby okay the only other thing i wanted to mention was um okay so i don't know maybe we could even consider this a segment it depends sure. on how reoccurring it is you can bring segments to the table i will you have well, the power. i mean I don't know if it'll be a constant segment, but I'm, again, like on this on this album here, it's going to be yeah. a pretty common sure. segment. But last time, I mentioned uh, there were lyrics that I didn't know to the yes, song. Yes, this, is, this is definitely a segment. This is for sure. A segment. Okay, this this is a segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a segment. Yeah, because last time uh, the line I, I didn't know was my chance is looking a bit gray. I was like, what? I didn't. That was not. That was not locked down in my mind. Yeah. Um. And then here's here's the line I never knew from this song. So I, I knew the beginning, right? I start to wonder if you'll come back. Like, that's obvious. Uh-huh. And then after that, it always sounded like, you know, and I was always like, what the fuck, you know? Um, and so what I found, I feel the rain storming after thunder. I can't hold back. I had no clue, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. That's something that I I feel like singing along I know, but reading it aloud like that, it it sounds like a Creed lyric, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which uh, yeah. which is very funny. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, I just I you know he 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 sings it with. Um, this this like looser kind of energy i feel like it i always felt like it got, it got lost to me where i i was like i don't know yeah it's a um, classic billy so that, joe vocal delivery right exactly um 
which is great. You know, I love it. But but yeah, so, so that was fun for me, you know, going over this segment here where it's like, hey, what's the line Connor didn't know off of this song on 39 Smooth? This is the one. That's a good um, one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, I was I was singing along to the song after and it felt like I could just, you know, just neatly slot it in to uh my repertoire so that was that was cool hell yeah i i love that we're just we, we we're learning new things in this podcast we're informing you know maybe the listeners have learned new things through listening but us the hosts and the the lifelong green day fans um we're we're learning new things too i think that's important it's, it's important to 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 always be learning you know never stop never stop growing exactly and it's it's kind of for in my case I feel like it's kind of a funny testament to recognize, like, it, it kind of doesn't matter how many times you listen to something, right? Like, you could you could listen to something, uh, you know, a million times throughout your life, but, but like, there still might be parts that, like, your brain is never going to unscramble or decipher. And, yeah, uh, yep. I, I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself no, here, you know, not. but, like, you're, I, you're I was right. never going to get that, you know? So it's... It's it's like without taking that very small, simple step, you know, it's like that. I, and I was just like perfectly fine. You know, it's like I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with knowing like most of the lines. It doesn't really matter to me. I mean, but sometimes it's fun. But to now sing it's along. like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's fun to sing along to lyrics you don't know entirely. It just make the noises. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I, th- I think yeah. that's kind of fun sometimes. Um but yeah, th- this actually is a good segue into um, the first segment we're going to do, which is... Okay. It's something we did last last week, too, which is Green Day Trivia time. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I love it. I think we're going to start... I, I, I am going to ask you a question. We're going to give you a little quiz. Sure. A little quiz. Sure. Um, so, and this is about the lyrics here. Uh, what song, Connor... What what future Green Day song? Well, well after this 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 song um, is released and the first album is released, uh, calls back lyrically to "Don't Leave Me." What later Green Day song calls back lyrically to "Don't Leave Me"? And you can ask for hints if you want. You can, you know, maybe we'll, we'll you know give you a couple of questions, maybe two two questions to uh, uh-huh. kind of help narrow it down if you want. Okay, yeah, because I, I do not like uh, have an immediate answer here. Not something that I feel like I'm aware of. Um, so, so instead of twenty questions, we're we're playing two questions, right? Yes. Okay. Um, what album is it off of? Um, it is off of. 21st century breakdown um hmm okay you ready for my second question bring it on what song is it oh i don't know if this is allowed i guess god damn no, it no 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 okay, i mean i i guess if I if there were rules to the questions you could ask, I should have stated them up front. So um, uh, okay, so I, I do I get a, a, so, a so, free pass so, this yes, time. Yes, <laughs> a free pass this time, but just know going forward. Um, right. Okay. The specific song. 
Well, no, because the whole question was, was what song comes <laughs> back lyrically, right? Wasn't that the I question? Know, I know, I know, I know it is. That's why, <laughs> was that's that- why I thought of it. We, I thought we were both kind of acknowledging that, like, I kind of caught you and, uh, you know, and. Oh, no, it was, no, So what? No, now, now you're just not going to fucking do no, it? You just said you were going to do that's it. Fucked, that's fucked up. <laughs> you literally, you literally like, okay, this time, I, like, okay. we were both kind of, okay. Instead, instead of giving you the, the answer, um for free i'm going to give you a hint yeah. okay i'm going to give you a hint okay. that, that that should help you uh you know jog your memory um let's find out this this song actually was just played live a couple weeks ago for the first time in in years at the secret uh green day show in las vegas before when we were young festival oh was it last night on earth it was ding, ding, ding. it was right last night on earth okay yeah you got it and Sweet. um the the callback is in don't leave me the the opening line is i'll go for miles till i find you and last night on earth i walked for miles till i found you oh yeah yep wow um, nope i was not gonna get that one but uh that's cool that's cool man yeah yeah no i i i you know right when that song came out i i uh i picked that out and i i've been thinking about that for 15 years 14 years wow you really were uh put on this earth to make this podcast huh i was i was um so yeah that that's the that's the first bit of green day trivia um and you know as you know connor being my friend for for as long as as we've been friends Something I do enjoy doing is is I do like quizzing you. You know, I do like quizzing you do? other people. Yeah, you love it. It's like really that's like fun for you it's because a fun thing. you're 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 like this mastermind, and you like you know you like knowing that you have all the answers, and then you yeah. have to see like what you know. You got to put that knowledge to to some sort of use. Otherwise, it's like why, why does it matter that that's like taking up so much room in your head? You exact know? exactly. Um, and I think this is the perfect spot for 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 that part of my personality to. It, it's maybe the only spot for it. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean the the okay the thing too is like you know I'm not some like whiz who like knows everything on all these subjects and is like very smart and 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 well well read and and um you know well like you know knowledgeable about a variety of subjects. It's literally only like one or two things that I'm like vi- like that I know a lot about. And then everything right. else, I, I don't I don't know shit about. Like, like I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, if I, <laughs> like I I, if I don't like, know things. No, no. Most of the time, not really. Like, if the world economy hinged on like Green Day and Doctor Who facts, you you would be Jeff Bezos. You yes, know? you 100%. you would be the Elon Musk of that world. Yes. But uh, I'd be just as um as charitable and. wonderful as they are politically and socially um but but no no you're right yeah i'm i am very narrow in my my expertise and so i'm i'm excited to kind of uh yeah put that to good use and uh let's let's do it i'm i'm excited what's our next question here what do we got on uh okay so 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 no this is not a question we're gonna do one question we're gonna do one question per per episode uh, okay, because I, to because be I didn't have one prepared, I didn't have another one prepared. But going forward, okay. going forward, maybe we'll do a few. Maybe I'll do a few. Um, eh, just one is fine. It's fine. We'll we'll see. Uh, okay. I guess it depends on the song. It's probably yeah. some some will be more. Um, you know, we'll have more meat under the 
under the motor hood under the hood under the hood more meat under that's a that's a common there, phrase there, they use right, at yeah, like there's, auto body shops there, there's your problem sir yeah. and no wonder your car's not fucking running you got 20 pounds of meat <laughs> under your head it's just a bunch of raw meat <laughs> you got, under you, here you got, you got too much meat Where, under the hood where's the engine <laughs> and, and uh, that, that, then uh, he, you know the guy in the seat burps motor oil. Are you there? Yeah. Oopsies. That's wow. That's uh, that's a, a, a fun inversion. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, um, this this is this part is called unverifiable trivia. I I don't know if this is true or not because there's there's no source as far as I can see. It's just on Green Day Wiki. Um. And I, I don't know where they learned this or who said it, um, if it was Billy Joe himself. But apparently, the song is about Billy's seventh grade girlfriend leaving him after everything he's been through. Wow. Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, for one, it's unverifiable. It is, it is. <laughs> you know, no one can verify that, except for Billy. He's the only one. Or his seventh grade girlfriend. Yes. Um, and you know who you are. Yeah. I mean... She's just, undoubtedly listening she's right listening now, you us. know. She's obsessed. How could you not be? I mean, if you were Billy Joe's seventh grade girlfriend and then dumped him, and then yeah. and then he became Billy Joe Armstrong, right? wouldn't you be listening to a podcast about him, you know, 35 years? <laughs> decades later? Yeah, decades later. Yeah. Um, yeah because i know i would yeah um so step forward you know we'll we'll host you on the show yeah please this could be your platform honestly i'm gonna open this 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 invite goes to any of billy joe's (laughs) ex-girlfriends any any of his ex-girlfriends come on the show we want to have you um and you know what i mean we'll we'll open the floor you know if you want to set the record straight about a song that that you might think is about you or you know is about you and you want to give your side of the story that's what we're here for um you, you, we 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 welcome you on green dudes again green dudes is is you know it's it's here for dudes of all kinds um you know whatever gender you are he she they um anybody is is welcome on on green dudes especially billy joe's ex-girlfriends or or uh, you know just exes of any any sort you're, yeah you're, you're welcome on the pod this is really gonna blow up when we get like the tell-all interview from amanda i was gonna say yeah you know i didn't want to bring up amanda just yet but but amanda if you're listening you know it's uh there's there's a few songs that that we're going to talk about that you know we'd, we'd love to have have your opinion on you know <laughs> what 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 better way to really get your story out there than <laughs> you know <laughs> than on the best green day podcast yes. the only green day podcast that matters absolutely the the number one green day podcast out there green dudes think about Something it to think about think about it um, so, so yeah, Connor. How I'm just trying to put together the timeline here. We we don't know when Billy Joe wrote this song. Yeah. Um, he was definitely older than seventh grade when this came out. Um, and I, you know, songs kind of can sit in your back pocket for a long time. So, 
you know, I, I think it's fair to say that, that, that this is actually, it's pretty possible. Yeah. Yes. I it mean, is possible. I, I, I've certainly written songs about my imaginary seventh grade girlfriend. Yeah. You, you did like a whole rock opera about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I think, I think this could be legit. So, um, I'm going to rate this unverifiable, uh, piece of trivia as, as, uh, as legit. Um, and now I, I, I think a fun part of the show for me that, that I've, uh, I was going to do last episode, but I forgot is, um, I think we we need to go to the kind of portion of the fan base whose like opinions really matter and who whose voices are are uh, not only the loudest but the most right of the entire fan base. Um, and of course, I'm referring to the Green Day subreddit. <laughs> because where else would I go? Yeah. So you know, I'm 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 gonna read some opinions from the green day subreddit about don't leave me um and you know i just want to kind of kind of get, get get your thoughts on on what they have to say okay okay this is this is a fun one i like this yeah okay so first off and this this user has been deleted they're they, they deleted their account um and this is in a song i mean a thread that that's it's it's a daily song discussion thread and this is four. Don't leave me. Um, six out of ten. It's definitely got a lot of flaws, but honestly, I I just really like it, and I don't know why. Um, you know, I would ask them to expand on their thoughts a little bit because I I wonder what they think those flaws are. Yeah, and I mean, I really like it, and I don't know why. Just a very interesting thing to say. I don't know. What what would you rate that that uh, comment out of ten? Hmm. I you know I'm gonna give them a taste of their own medicine. Six out of ten. Damn. Um. Yeah, it's it's like I I don't know. For me, I feel like this this song it's it's less that it has flaws and and I think more like I can see someone giving this song a six out of ten, right? It's like, but I don't think it does anything wrong. I could see giving it a six out of ten because, you know, if you're if you're thinking like, well, I want more out of it, you know. But I don't think any anything that's there is flawed itself, you know. Yeah. So I'd be interested to hear what what they have to say. Yeah, I, this I, mysterious I, deleted user. I completely agree. It's a shame we can't follow up with them now that their account is. I, yeah, I mean they deleted. Um, otherwise, otherwise we would, and we will, as we go through this, you know, if uh, we call out your username, then we will, we will be uh, following up with you. Yes, and, and I mean, message, so. you, you are welcome as well to, to follow up with us if, if uh, you're listening and you have been called out. Um, this next one is, is from Dirty Apathy, which is a great, that's a great Reddit name, I think. I like that. It is, that's um, a cool one. Yeah. Three out of 10 for me. Very harsh. Wow. I used to love it in junior high, though. LOL. What is that? You know, it's like it. It just sounds like they're trying too hard. He's above it. This this guy is above it. Yeah. 
He's probably like a freshman or a sophomore in high school now. And yeah. he's like, this song is so seventh grade, you know? Right. He's like, I read it, you know, I read on Wikipedia. It's about Billy Joe's seventh grade girlfriends. And, you know, I'm in ninth grade now. I, 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 can't, yeah. I can't listen to these songs. This is a baby song. You know, they are beyond all that, uh, that, that senseless, uh, you know, preteen drivel. So. And, uh, you know. Just teen, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, tween. Tween. How how old are you in seventh grade? I don't know. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm not uh, 12. Yeah, I I think that that could be the year you turn 13. Yeah. So so you're you're on the cusp of teenhood. But I I just feel like three out of ten. It does does feel very much like yeah oh yeah i used to like this song when i was younger exactly and now yeah. i don't right yeah it's 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 very snobby you know and um i think a lot of the time people that uh say this shit you know by the time you're you're a junior in high school you're gonna love this song again what goes around or it comes back around or by the time you're a 30 year old guy i mean especially by the time you're 30, <laughs> you know you know, and then all that all that shit you liked when you know you were twelve or whatever. It's like, hey, you know, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's not so bad, not so bad. Um, this next one is uh, one of my favorites. This is what's the name? Oh, okay. This this maybe is. Uh, I'm not a fan of this username, but the comment itself is pretty good. This is from RHCP fan ninety nine. So they're a okay. big Chili Peppers fan. Yeah. And maybe they were born in 99. Most likely. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, they're, so you know, they're young in as well. Um, they say, I love this Blink-182 song. <laughs> <laughs> they think they're being funny. Yeah. They're they're taking the piss. They're taking the piss. Um, we're not going to rate that. That was just a, that was just a goof. Yeah. I'll, I'll rate it. 10 right. out of 10. Okay. Fair enough. 10 out of 10 it is. 10 out of 10 it is. Um, okay. So th- this one, this is kind of, this does make me more upset, I think, than than any of the previous comments. Um, I'm intrigued. And this is from GayBase175. What do you think of that username? Um, you know, I don't want to uh, make any assumptions just based off yeah, of a... I know of a Reddit handle, but I mean, for what it's worth, it's all right. It's all right. It's not a bad, not a bad username. Um, but but they do say it's so basic and repetitive. Mm. It's it's meh. They call it meh. Yeah, you don't four, like that. Four out of ten, pretty boring. Hmm. I I just um. When people say something is meh, they like like they they, they 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 say some piece of art or some some you know how when did that become like a popular thing to describe? It well, it's, it's funny because while. yeah, uh, it's it's not as popular now, and it makes me think that uh, meh is just the millennial version of mid, which I oh, also hate. Yes. That that could be it. I yeah. I hate yeah. 
when I read, you know, someone saying like, oh, uh, this this piece of art is mid or yeah. even like they'll be talking about like a person. They'll be like this. This person is mid. Well, and um, I mean, I know I'm going gonna... to I, I, I do kind of feel like the um, the 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 alpha sphere, you know, all the the guys who think they are um, think they're king shit you know right it's 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 a common thing you know they'll they'll rate women and mid is is a common descriptor and it's um yeah it's, it's never fucked up. it's never not disgusting it's it's a pretty no. vile way to talk about a person um and it's also fucked up to talk about a piece of art like that it's just it's it's very lazy and uh i, I don't know it it just feels arrogant yeah, it's it's like they aren't really making any effort to, um, you know, engage with it at all, it feels like. And I, I mean, like, on the one hand, I guess I kind of get it because, like, there's um, plenty of art out there where, like, if you were going to ask my opinion on it, I, I probably would be very dismissive of it. You know, I'd be like, well, I'm not even going to, you know, why, why do I need to, like, devote any of my brain power to give, like, a nuanced critique of this? I'm like, it just fucking sucks. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think you, from you our, have our perspective, you know, like, oh, yeah, uh, about much, <laughs> and I, much and I Star Wars content. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that I I could explain why I feel that way. Maybe this person, gay base, you know, would want to um, dig a little deeper into, you know, where this mech came from or maybe even reevaluate their yeah. mech. I wonder. Um, but it, it is kind of funny that they're touching on the exact same things that we are, but coming away with a wildly different opinion. Because we started off saying, like, hey, we feel like the simplicity and the repetitive nature, or the seeming the seeming repetitive nature that they do actually uh, tweak and build on as a song goes. Um, but, like, yeah, ultimately, like, yeah, repetitive, I get it. But, like, those are the things that we kind of identified as strengths of the song, you know, feeling like that's what kind of gives it that that forceful driving energy. And here, it seems like, you know, gay bass wants a bit more out of it, you know? They they want that solo in there instead, you know? They, they want more, which I think is fair. It's just not what they're they're actually voicing here with this comment, you know? Yeah, no, I think, I think that's pretty fair. I think that's, that's a reasonable thing to, um, look into this comment with, um, yeah, you know, gay base. If you want to clarify your, your comment, please, please hit us up. Um, and last but not least, this for me is the comment that takes the cake. Um, I mean, I, I think you'll understand why, uh, this is by, by knuckles knees. Or knuckless knees because there's two s's, but I'll 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 say knuckles <laughs> knees and I'm I'm imagining yeah. that it's knuckles the echidna from Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. Yeah. And yeah. maybe he's on his knees praying. Yeah. Oh, or I mean, yeah, who knows? I don't know. You know. I mean, he can be uh, many things. You can. We do know, okay. There's, you know, many who knows? Things. Who knows? Um. So, this this user says one out of ten for the chorus. Nine out of ten for everything else. Wrong. Wrong. It's just wrong. I'm sorry. I don't. I yeah. mean, a big part of I think. Or, why or no. I, let me go ahead. Let me. Let me. Let me. I was just gonna say instead. Meh. 
Oh, there we go. You hit him with the man. Yeah. God, that must okay. feel Sorry, like such but- crap. I, I know, I know. I, I feel bad even just doing it, but but it sounded like you actually wanted to say a bit more. Yeah, I mean, again, back to what we said, I, I feel like the chorus is one of the shining examples of, of a, a, a Green Day hallmark, which is, the like we said, the harmony between Mike and Billy. Um, it's kind of the focal point of the song and i mean the the song you know the the verses and the instrumental break are are fantastic and it wouldn't be the same without them but uh i mean i don't know for me it's it's just it doesn't work without without the uh the the harmony in the chorus yeah and it's another thing like i feel like i could almost get behind what i assume is the sentiment um with with this critique here because you know you and i um over the 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 course of our friendship and and uh, our discussions on um you know music and and artists that we that we like i i have been known to be critical of songs that i feel like have uh, repetitive or overly simplistic courses um or especially if, if a song relies on a chorus too much, if it's like 80% chorus and it's just the same thing over and over again. Um, a lot of times I'll be some of the first people to like bash that. I'll be like, come on, you know, you don't have anything, anything more going, any more meat under the hood, you know, what's going on, you know? 99 Revolutions. Um, yes. Thank you very yeah, much. N- yes. I mean, very, um, very little meat under that hood, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and that that's a good one to shout out because, yes, I, I've definitely... I've definitely given flack for that song. And, you know, I also have to say I've come around to that song a lot too. Um, but, but, um, we'll get there. We will get there. We will. I know. But I think it really works in this song is, is all I want to say. Um, and it's not even like, sometimes there's like that, that dichotomy, like, Oh, you know, the chorus is simple, but like the, the verses are more complex or here. It's all simple. And I think that's what makes it work. You know, it'd yeah. be weird in a way, or I don't think it would be as like immediate and hooky if the chorus were something else. Like, I, I think, again, like this is a good example of, I think, the power being in the simplicity. And for myself, you know, I I just think that works. You know, it's like they, they trimmed off all the fat. This is a lean piece of meat. You open up that hood. This is, you know, there's no fat on this fucking thing. This is a lean ass piece of meat, and they cut it that way. You know, I I think it's sharp. Absolutely, and I think as as a track two on an album, I think it's it's perfect where it is and uh, <clears throat> as it is. Um, so again, I mean, th- this guy is wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. If if uh you know your your handle. Or your, you know, if you're anonymous or deleted, you know, if you have found yourself called out, um, there is a standing invitation for you to to reach out and talk yes. to us. And I, I hope that, you know, we've proven that if anyone does take us up on that, we are not looking to uh, bite anyone's head off. You know, we might throw a few mez out there. Sure. Yeah, you know, we're only yeah. human. I mean, but. We're looking for a, a discussion. We we want to hear what you have to say. We're here for a good faith discussion about a band that that you know we all love and cherish. Um, <laughs> we you know we 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 may have different ideas of of what what makes them work, but uh, I think we're all on the same team here. You know. 
and classic uh debate me bro energy yeah <laughs> exactly i mean we're gonna i think we're gonna become debate lords but for green yeah i mean we kind yeah, of already are though we kind of already have been that don't leave me fucking rocks change my mind yeah okay let's bring on steven crowder <laughs> i wonder what he has to say because he does the meme right he's the meme guy i think he's in that that's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway no i don't think i i don't want him on the podcast but i'd also be very no. surprised if he he likes no. being dead. Um, um, i'm just i'm just having a bit of fun here at the end that's all just just a bit of fun uh, just a bit of that dry humor that you've come to expect from uh green dudes from from your 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 friendly neighborhood green dudes you know the cheeky lads down the pub that's us um and actually this goes for the listeners too if if you see a comment about a song that we have coming up on the podcast and it's like just the most mind-numbingly dumb take that you've ever seen please 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 uh send it to us because we we want to uh we i i'd love to cover cover all of these um these silly people on the internet i think that's yeah (laughs) please do We'll give it a meh chin. There we go. That was clever. See, we're we're reclaiming the the millennial uh, meh the 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 millennial yeah. uh, signature um, token of disinterest. You could have even said millennial. Ah, uh, see, I'm not as good as you. I'm not as good as we're a team. You and I. It's you a team. Know? <laughs> it is. Um, Connor, anything you wanted to uh, cover about uh, Don't Leave Me before we, we say goodnight and good luck? Um, I guess not. You know, just that... Just that... Uh, I, I don't think that there's anything, like, um, obvious in the song that states this, but it just feels like, you know, they leave. Which I, <laughs> yes. I, I just wanted to mention, you know, like, isn't that uh-huh. kind of, it's like saying, don't leave me, don't leave me over. And it's like, you kind of just know that they do. You yeah. Know? I, I, I think the end of the story is, is pretty clearly signposted. It's they, they yes. have, and, and I mean, as we know, unverifiably, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> Billy Joe's seventh grade girlfriend did. Right. In fact I mean, leave. They, they did. Yeah. So they did leave. Um, was this song it, the culprit? I, in, in, you know, she was like, "This is too desperate and clingy. I'm not feeling this." Please, you know, we're, yeah, we're done. Yeah. It could be. Could be. Um, and again, if you're out, if you're out there, please come on. We and clarify just so we can set the record straight once and for all. Um, for everyone listening, please uh, please go ahead and and subscribe to us on podcast platforms. Uh, leave us a rating and review. Please be nice, or we will sob. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter uh, or X at Green Dudes Pod. Uh, we'll be having lots of fun over there. You can email us at GreenDudesPod at gmail dot com and. Uh, Next week on the podcast, we have I Was There. This is a, a very, very uh, fun one because it's, it's the first song not written by Billy Joe Armstrong in the Green Day catalog. So that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Look forward to it. And, uh, you know, just want to say to everyone listening, you can... You can say that you were there too. All right. Until next week, folks.